Hey guys, we've got a Patreon. If you guys want to help out the channel and you like the content, then please go over there. You get exclusive merch, um, and then all the proceeds are going back into the stream, back into videos, whether it be more cards, more games, or better equipment. So thank you guys and enjoy the video. <laughs> Hello. Hi, welcome, Hi. welcome to On Air with Wakeful Throne. With uh, the, this person. Oh, with uh, the Venom. And with the, the Venom. With the Venom. Are you, are you with the, the Venom? With the, the Venom. So, welcome to the stream everyone. <clears throat> and if you guys are watching this on on YouTube afterwards. Thank you guys for watching. So on air with Wakeful Throne today we have Venom Four Seven One Nine here. Yellow. Um, and we're gonna be talking Venom Four Seven One Nine. Frick yeah, boy. Frick yeah, boy. Frick yeah. So we've known each other for what? Five years? Four or five, I believe. Because, like, year 12, essentially, we met. Yeah. Then. So, year 12 is, like, grade 11. Um, so, keep that in mind, all you American viewers. And we've known each other since... So, that would be 2017. So, yeah, about four years. Yeah years yeah um and during that time we've we've gotten closer and closer all the way up to being best mates and now we're wanting to do some shows and stuff for you guys um and soon we're gonna have the show that's airing on youtube <laughs> because we we don't have a name for, we a don't show have a name for it so it's just the show it's it's just the show and we'll see if it sticks show. or if we change it who knows um, but yeah, no, he, we've already recorded our first, uh, video to put up. Yep. And after we finish this, we're going to continue with some recordings and just have a great time on our recording day. Good old time. Just a good old time. Good old classic time. So... You guys may know Venom from the COTS channel. Um, he's been on over there for playing in the tournaments and stuff. Um, and with all of that, like he's he's gotten a whole shooting shooting aspect behind his name now, like a shooting game aspect behind his name. Yeah. Um. And recently he's been broadening out into other games like Hades. Yep. And fucking Hades. And Spider-Man and all that sort of stuff. Spider-Man, yeah. And uh, what, what else have you been playing? Uh, well, other than that, it's only really been Minecraft with Holy Majestic at some point. So I just want to end up um, just kind of chilling out and then... Those are kind of the main three, you know, the COTS for Cold War and shit. And then 
kind of it's, it's a cycle between the two really because i don't know you kind of get not quite sick of hades but like kind of i got to a point where it's like I'm, I'm playing hades probably like too much on stream people are gonna think oh he only plays hades now or um you know a or variety. like he he only plays roguelikes on stream now like yeah yeah i wanted to switch something up you know because as uh me and majestic and a few other people have like a full-on smp um server what what's smp be honest i don't know what what it exactly is means it, but is it's it like, like a role play type deal or no, it's just more like um server with like minecraft content creators type thing but in this instant it's just like through the community oh so it's like it's like just community uh being community based yeah, it's a community-based server. Type and deal. are you guys like the main ones that are running it, or is it some other guys that? Oh, well, it's know? mainly just Majestic, as you know, he's the owner. He's got um, more experience in it, but like, say me and Lingxi, for example, like we kind of we're like co-owners in a sense, like. I don't explain it, but like we're kind of the moderators or like the staff. You're kind type of like deal. the intermediate between people that play on the servers and going to the owner for help. Yeah. Kind of deal. Essentially, yeah. So we've all just like made our own bases and houses within like within proximity of each other's and stuff like that. We've got fucking. So, so this the server it's not like a private game that you can play say on the ps4 where you can do host an online game with your mates instead is the server like just with your mates or is it yeah and like essentially it's just like open? an invite only kind of server with basically obviously my mate and then um a few other people from the Knights Nation community, which is um, Majestic's community. Oh, yeah. Essentially, so. Well, um, yeah, also, you're trying to reach affiliate on Twitch. Yeah, yeah. I had a quick look uh, this morning just before you actually um, called me, and on my home screen, it said that I was at those average viewers which it means that you know i'm at affiliate but like going to the actual insights it's still giving me that fucking 2.9 yeah because i i believe with twitch you it have just takes to, a while it, yeah it takes a while for it to update but it's also making sure that you're gonna stay on that for at least like another week or two mm so yeah it's like really ramped up since i've gotten to affiliate when i had to go to affiliate where you could just get up to the average of three viewers and if you had the rest done then you're affiliate right then there you know yeah. it's, it's it's a big change since i became affiliate like five years ago to you guys getting affiliate now yeah like it um 
so are you on many other platforms um i'm on quite a bit just the normal like fucking youtube twitter not fucking facebook um, i've got like an instagram and a tiktok currently right now and i haven't um kind of neglected those parts to make make some time for obviously the streams and shit but once essentially once i'm affiliate i'm gonna be start opening up some shit start posting some more stuff yeah um so do you upload to youtube or do you no you just like in communities on youtube uh i do just haven't uh in a while like my first like my first video that i edited i was like i'm gonna try and do a video like a month or every two months or something because that's when i was like fucking playing games a lot and now i kind of don't do it as as much as i did then and i kind of did that until my third video which was like six months after all that shit because you know i got fucking busy with work and shit like a lot of shit started popping up which was annoying but life gets busy yeah life gets in the way and kind of just makes you only be able to do stuff say over the weekend yeah yeah because i wanted like you know like i said in obviously your last podcast where i was in there but i was like you know i wanted youtube as like my more content based because that's like where i can just sit down record a video and just edit it like to me youtube is like my best content here yeah well, but whereas twitch is just like my everyday kind of just playing a game just for the sake of it yeah yeah um so with with youtube it's it's kind of easier to upload onto youtube but it yeah. takes a longer time to upload onto youtube because you could basically sit down for half an hour that you might have free each day and continue editing a video and then you post it up it's not going to go anywhere whereas with twitch you have to be sitting down for the x amount of time that you're going to be live streaming Mm. so it it really takes up a lot more time live streaming but in the end it takes a lot more time editing but it doesn't feel like it yeah yeah and like with, with us being on twitch I definitely get to those points where I'm like I just can't be bothered streaming um, and you turn around and then there's someone in someone in the chat that's there and supporting you and then you're just like oh well, let's keep going let's keep going yeah you know and 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 it's one of those things that I love about twitch is that you get an interaction with the community yeah, right get, then and you there. get like a live interaction to you get like feedback too you can you can get that from obviously from um youtube with all that lives but i don't know there's something just more about twitch that kind of offers more than youtube from my my point of view at least yeah um and 
the last time I did the podcast, which was yesterday, mm. I didn't. I wasn't able to upload it onto YouTube because I only went through half of it before my computer crashed. Yeah. So let's briefly go over the topic of yesterday's stream about Twitch and its pay to pl- uh, pay to promote. Yeah. What do you think about it? I don't know. I don't personally. I don't like it. Just because it's that, it just doesn't make <coughs> sense to pay people, you know, to view or watch like that. Because it just feels fake. Like I feel like you're the people that are viewing are just there because they've been paid to. That type of stuff. They're not there because they want to watch, like normal. See, what I wonder is if after all of this has been done, like when it's out, I know that there's going to be a bump up in viewers for those guys that pay to promote straight away. Yeah. But it's also like, how are they going to sort it out after the fact? Are they going to put it up as like ads? Say we're like, when you promote on Twitter, you pay to promote on Twitter, it comes up as an ad. Or are they going to have a separate section for pay-to-promote people, or what's going to happen with that? What do you think is going to happen? Uh, I don't really know. Yeah, I I don't know, to be 100% honest. What do you hope is going to happen? I I hope that it kind of doesn't happen, you know? Because, like I said, it just doesn't doesn't feel right to twitch to just randomly out of the blue do this yeah see but as i was saying yesterday as well it's like i can see why twitch is doing it too i'm not just outright going nah i only have one view on it i can see where they're coming from where it's a pandemic of course they've got a lot more people coming onto the site which you normally wouldn't think is a problem, but it is a problem because they have servers that they got to upkeep and hold. And with hundreds of thousands of people coming onto the platform every single day, that's going to take up a lot of power. Yeah. <coughs> that's going to take up a lot of time. It has to have a lot of moderating by their own teams. They're also working on bringing out new content for their site. They're also making sure that every stream including this one is as clear and as bold as it can be yeah um if you look back say with youtube you look back to when they first started to how how we are now i would much prefer how we are now to when we when youtube first started Mm. because when youtube first started it, it was a very old old looking site to us now and it had this it only had 144p videos that you could upload yeah it only had 144p videos you could upload they were in the 4 by 3 aspect ratio and it was it was just horrible mm. <laughs> it was just horrible and then trying to find someone else's video that they told you about is a nightmare back then yeah like even just the search options were horrible and now when you go onto twitch it's like really high quality 
really anything over 1080p is quite worth watching. Yeah. Um, and you know, generally everyone has a 1080p desk, uh, 1080p monitor or a 1080p computer. Yeah. And really it's just one of those things of like you can sit there and just put up all your content and you can tag it so then people can search up the tags so yeah. say the and and all all those little pronouns you can put them in because they're the most searched things and say for my unboxing video i put you and gi and o and then i put Yu Gi Oh, and then i put Yu Gi Oh again with the hyphens yeah. and then i spelt out every single different word for every single pack that i opened so genesis then impact lightning overdrive ghost from the past yeah. you know and, and it is a process but at the end it's gonna make your video a lot more searchable by the public the only problem now is that there's so many people on YouTube that it's very hard for your stuff to fully get noticed unless you do a popper like a fucking clickbait yeah. type thumbnail and like I've, I've even had to do that on my videos I don't know if you notice but I've had to do that quite a lot um, with On Air with Wakeful Throne I'm not doing that I'm just putting up On Air with Wakeful Throne what number this podcast is and leaving it at that yeah it, it, it's as simple as that whereas with my unboxings and me talking about Yu-Gi-Oh and all these trading card game stuff I turn around and just go well it's not really the most popular thing to be watching but I kind of want people to watch it so yeah. I'm gonna put in another 15 minutes into making a thumbnail for it that's really clickbaity rather than just putting up a photo of what's happening in the video yeah, yeah. Um, but it's that attention to detail as well like I I spent an hour and a half recording uh, doing a live stream of my unboxing mm. and then I spent another six and a half hours editing and then yep. by the time I got to go to bed it was like two o'clock in the morning and then my video was rendering out which took all night <coughs> so with with that do you think that you are going to continue doing twitch if the page promote comes out or do you think that you're going to try and go onto youtube as well um i don't think it's gonna deter me to be 100 honest because i know i'm just not gonna do it because there's just no point yeah. and like I'll just keep doing what I'm doing normally like I'm not gonna 
fall into that stuff is not gonna deter me from Twitch. I'm completely fine with Twitch right now, but like, I'm still just gonna keep going. Like, it's just yeah. not gonna stop me that much. See, whereas with me, I've kind of fallen fallen in love with YouTube again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I did YouTube before I started streaming. This was almost six years ago. We have our sixth birthday for the stream happening on the 15th of November. Nice. Um, but before that, I was uploading videos to YouTube and I did that for about two years. And then I completely just deleted that YouTube channel because none of that was gonna be okay with me to stay on there, especially since it had my full name which I thought was a problem at the time yeah. so I, I deleted deleted that now that I'm older wiser and uglier um, it, it's one of those things of like I don't care if my name gets out um, because I've already protected all of my social networks yeah um and even if someone does guess the password, like I've got two-factor two authentication and I've already been in contact with the majority of these service providers. Yeah. So then if I do have any of my stuff hacked or any of this, I can contact them and be like, there's something going on here. Yeah. Help. <laughs> yeah, something help. Um, but yeah, all, I, all I'm worrying about at the moment is, uh, is Twitch and what's going to happen with this page promote yeah that's that's basically all i'm worrying about now as i as i was talking about with the video before i'm really into trading card games and i know that you are too yes and was it me that got you into them or were you into them before i introduced you to magic i was into them like way I was back with fucking um, in intermediate school, man, with Pokemon, and that was actually pretty fucking awesome. Like I continued that like throughout high school, pretty much like going into town, like going to EB and just getting a bunch of like Pokemon cards without anyone knowing, because like with like this whole trading card game. It doesn't matter, like, I don't care for the battles, I don't care for, like, you know, all that, the, the values of the card, it's like, I really like the, just, you know, the untaken off the fucking, the, opening the, the packs and shit, like, the pack opening and collecting and Exactly, like, that's, that's where I get, like, my, like, happiness from, I don't, I don't get it from battling, because I just fucking yeah. lose, it's like, I, I just care for, like, opening it up, like, yeah, I just like the whole opening stuff. And, and like, with me, I kind of, you know that I'm exactly the same way, I like unboxing, we did an unboxing live, but I didn't want to leave everyone out of it, instead yeah. I saw another opportunity of, like, well, hey, um, I mean, I just spent 600 plus dollars on packs this week. Yeah. Why not just show it off in a live stream and then edit that video, put it up, and... Yeah, put it on YouTube when anyone can watch it at any point in time. Yeah, exactly. 
um, and the reason why I did, did it live as well is so then I could see all your guys' reactions to yeah. what I opened. Um, and I know that this week we're going to be getting in not one but two more orders of packs to open up. Um, and I opened up a, I opened up my package that I'm going to be sending off tomorrow and Venom had a look through them. What did you think of that? Nice, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it's Yu-Gi-Oh! I don't, I don't have, like, a vast knowledge of it. Like, I'm, I'm a pretty fucking normie when it comes to it. Just know the basic shit, but it's like... I can still, like, appreciate the cards and shit. Like, I can get, yeah. like, oh, that's a real one. Oh, that's, like, oh, that's nice and shiny. Oh, that looks really, really cool. Yeah. That's, that's and with, with with the price values that I put on each of the cards too, you get to actually see what's worth what. Yeah. See yeah. What's good. Um. So I've got twenty four cards in my package that I'm going to be sending off to Hobby Master. Yeah. Um. You know that I've dealt with Hobby Master for ages. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's been it's been a brand that I've gone back to for three and a half, almost four years, um, and like their service and their quality is pretty good. Yeah. Like I I hopped on a phone call with them on Friday just before they closed, and I was like, "Hey, has that package that I sent of the rest of my Magic collection arrived?" Yeah. They were like, "Unfortunately not." Um, and then I sorted out my bank details with them. And then I also asked them um, if they had prices for the Yu-Gi-Oh cards that I'm going to sell them. They are like, no, no we don't. That's why I turned around and said, alright, so I'll price them up. I'll go onto TCG Player. I'll take off the excess shipping prices. So then it's left with $1.99 US dollars of shipping because that's how much it generally costs to ship a single card. Yeah. And then I added up all those prices together and then translated that to New Zealand dollars. And then I put both of those prices on each of the cards. Yeah. And then by the end of it, 25 of my cards ended up almost getting me uh, $700. The, these these 25 cards that are currently in my possession um, though I did take out one of the cards which is why it's 24 mm. um, as you know as I know <laughs> as, as, as Venom knows I've shown him this before we started recording and streaming today um, but I'm really into my roses um, I've got a tattoo of one on my leg yeah Got a white rose and a red lily flower. Two of my favourite plants, and they're from Tokyo Ghoul too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, roses have roses have always kind of captured me in my eyes for a while. So I'm quite glad that that coincided with Tokyo Ghoul, and then I found out a new flower, which was the red lily flower. That's that's a pretty cool one too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, next week we're going to be getting in some Pokemon cards as well as Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Um, I'm stepping away from Magic for a little while. Yeah, um, and I'm, I'm doing that too for a while because <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's like I said in the chat, I really got, like, my interest for it just went fucking down, 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 and down. Like, even opening the packs, I was still like, oh, yeah, and no, that, but, like, yeah, it's, I it's, was kind of getting nowhere. It's kind of repetitive, and you don't really get much out of magic packs. Yeah. Whereas, I went over to Yu-Gi-Oh, and then I was like, I have no buyer's remorse. I have none at all, because... I played this as a kid, this has value to me. And you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! is one of those games where you have a lot of different rarities. Same with Pokemon. You yeah. have a lot of different rarities in Pokemon. And like I'm completely oblivious to Pokemon. I'm not even gonna sugarcoat it. I'm completely yeah. oblivious to Pokemon. I like playing the video games, but when it comes to the card games I do not know what the first thing is about it. Um, though I have learnt the the rules and how to play the game. Yeah. Because I like doing that with all these trading card games. I always try and learn the rules before I get the cards. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of things with trading card games. I mean, we could we could talk about this ages yeah <laughs> um but one of the final things that i want to hit the mark with was back at, back when you first started playing um trading card games do you reckon you had any anything valuable in your collection uh well a while ago i did like go in and like price my all of my good cards and to, to guess I think it was like 330 bucks over over I, I believe that's what it was like I didn't have anything too special but the only really special thing I had was just like this ancient Mew this gold um, fully gold oh, Mew yeah, yeah, that's I like a different ancient text and all that yeah, stuff yeah I think I know what you're talking and I got that like nice and sealed and shit that I've got back in home and yeah I can't remember exactly which one was my most but how how long ago was this uh that I went and priced them uh would have been a few years would have been like two three years oh yeah so that's that's quite recent yeah, so somewhat reason. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, whereas I was playing Yu-Gi-Oh all the way back in 2006-2007, when I was five and six years old. Yeah. And that was when LOB was all over. First edition, Legend of Legend of Blue Eyes. If I still had the Exodia cards that I had back then. I would be able to buy myself a house right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I'm not even kidding. I had that many Exodia pieces from back then. Even if they weren't in mint, even near mint, I could still sell them off for about 500 each and I would have had about 15 grand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And unfortunately when i was when i was younger i had my stepmother incinerate them 
because yeah. she didn't like having demons and monsters in her house, so she thought that that was an excuse. Um, she she's she was a very Catholic person. Now she's kind of reverted back in society. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because with Pokemon, I I started at um, Gen five, just before like I. I did it way too late, like, there's probably, there would have been a point, like, I probably would have gotten, like, some first edition stuff, but I only really got into it, like, after getting the Pokemon Black 2 for the DS. Oh, yeah. That was, like, my first Pokemon game, and that was, like, that was actually a really fucking good game, it still really is, but it's, like... I think at that point there was no like especially like with the first editions obviously they're like fucking a ton of money now yeah. but it's like I got so late into gen 5 that it's like it's, it's pretty much like fuck all now fuck all money now and that shit but hey I just wanted I mean, fucking cards in, in every set you have a chance of getting that big card you have a chance, but that chance is very slim. That's why it's a big card. It's yeah. kind of like the collector's rare that I have from Genesis Impact. Mm. I opened up two boxes. First box, I managed to get that somehow. And that's a $275 card. Mm. Like, you, you can still find decent money in these things. And... A lot with Yu-Gi-Oh, you can go get them priced up, and then when they come back, you can basically ask for your own price. Yeah. Um, which is why... That, that's one of the reasons why I love Yu-Gi-Oh. It's like, with a lot of these cards, they... They're on the buy and sell market a lot. They really yeah. are. And... Uh, blue... Um, Blue Eyes White Dragon, just for some reference, he is the most known card throughout Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, I know it, so it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. um, but lately there was a tournament, I think it was 2017, and they brought out a new rarity for the Blue Eyes White Dragon, but it only came on one card, and that was for the winner of the World Championship of 2017. Yeah. And that card is an ask your own price, and you could ask all the way up to a million dollars for that card. It's a pricey card. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot that happens in in the trading card space. I know that I'm familiar with the buy and sell. You might not be. Or, no. Yeah. Um, because I've I've kind of done buy and sell. Ever since I started playing Magic the Gathering, I kind of managed to weasel my way in and <laughs> kind of get the best price for my cards. Um, a lot of negotiating done done to achieve that. Yeah. And I sold the first half of my collection, which was my binder full of my most expensive cards, or cards that meant a lot to me. Yeah. And then I sold the rest of my collection, which included my three commander decks and all of that, 
and the total for that came up to 450 US dollars just for what I priced out and then yeah. I still had all of these lands I still had all of these um, I still had all of these extra cards like from Guilds of Ravnica and yeah. old, old bastard sets and sold them off too so I'm kind of expecting around the 500 maybe 550 US dollars yeah but sometimes Hobbymaster really surprises me with that sort of stuff like the price cards I know I'm gonna get but with the rest it's kind of like a guessing game yeah you, you don't really know and you don't really have the time to go through it all that's why you send it up to a trading card game store for them to either sort it out for you or they can basically go through it price it up and buy it which is what i generally do with hobby master um but yeah it's 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 a process it's a process yeah <laughs> um so what was what was the first set that you remember getting um, cards from? Gotta go back in time. I don't know. Cause to like, when I was a young lad. <laughs> yeah, no, because like when I was young, I was just like I was just essentially buying cards. I didn't quite care like what um what like set or anything but i believe i was like in the whole uh i remember buying some x and y stuff oh that's an old set that's an older set isn't it like around 2010 yeah just just the old um you know when there were um, mega evolutions, oh, stuff yeah. like that, kind of, kind of back all the way there, yeah. Ish, you know when there was, oh, actually probably, bef- oh no, because EX was in that era, like all of those oh, old was like it? EX, yeah, because yeah, I'm pretty sure it was EX and then Mega. You had to get like an EX to evolve it to Mega Evolution from the brain from remembering it. So, with with Pokemon, you've kind of been the Pokemon game for ages. What about other trading card games? Um, I mean, that's really been it. Like, other than Magic: The Gathering, really. But and I and I got you into Magic: The Gathering. Yes, right? you got me. <laughs> <laughs> You got me into spending twenty dollars a week. You got me into spending twenty. I mean, to be fair, twenty dollars for that many boosters was a yeah, fair it's, price. It's, it's pretty fair. Um, anything along those lines? I, when I went to um, Ireland yeah. a long time ago, I went into a store and there was. Um, know if you're aware and i didn't i wasn't aware of it but there were um monsuno 
um, little, they're not quite cards, they're, you know how Bakugan's got like little figures, the like little roll ball figures, the balls? Yeah. but this is like, they come in this like tube with colours in and they're in this kind of like a test tube kind of looking thing that like you'd press the bottom and they would come out and like kind of back or gone like come out and shit and it's like you'd have fucking cards to you know like up their attacks or like special abilities and all that kind of stuff but that's really like about it like yeah obviously the only two card games and trading card stuff that I really got into was obviously Pokemon and Magic the Gathering. Are there are there any trading card games that you want to get or want to try out? Uh, well, like, I only, obviously, I don't know many, but, like, I only know the main ones are obviously Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon and there's also like Dragon Ball Z Dragon Ball oh yeah cards. Dragon Ball Z as well yeah that's right there's Transformer cards there's Final Fantasy cards you know there, there's a whole bunch I mean I did I did consider like at one point because like at one point in my life I was kind of getting into Dragon Ball Z to like do that but I never ended up doing it because I didn't think I could find anything at least here yeah i mean i i can show you some places after the stream that can help out um with finding dragon ball stuff um but if you want to get into the cards like hobby master would be the way to go mm-hmm. just gra- grab i would say just grab a general 10 packs of whatever set that you want to try out or whatever game that you want to try out see if you like it if you don't then that's only what 60 bucks and send it back up and get them priced up and get money back basically mm. yeah because like you you doing all this stuff kind of sparked it again yeah like usually it's just like it's kind of that you know nostalgic kid like it's it's like going back to your roots it's like going doing... back to me buying pokemon cards again yeah like just doing it purely for the fun of it purely just to have the cards and like all that shit and that's why it, that's why obviously you got me into fucking magic the gathering now. <laughs> yeah. uh, i mean covered. magic the gathering was a rough one for both of us let's be honest yeah <laughs> Ma- magic the gathering was just one of those um, games where we didn't know anyone else that played any other trading card games so we kind of went to the local local get together where they were playing Magic the Gathering every week and we went there and played that yeah um, after a while we kind of got, got into a rhythm I went down to Dunedin I think you continued on with Magic yeah, the Gathering continue. for that year that I was down to Dunedin. I just stopped playing it. I would play it now and again on the computer. But other than that, that would just be it. Yeah, because, like, I remember... Um, I remember that time, like, you know, when, we, when I first went there. And that was kind of it, because, you know, I was at fucking school and I couldn't go there 
every Wednesday, otherwise I'd have to travel a fucking hour for that. Yeah. But I remember a little while ago when they came out with fucking Godzilla. I was like, bro, I fucking yeah. love Godzilla, man. Holy we we shit. both went like that. We were like, holy shit, this Godzilla. And then just sparked it back up again. And I was like, holy shit. And then like um, fucking Strixhaven came out. And I was like, oh, that's kind of, you know, like Harry Potter-esque like yeah. houses and stuff. And then obviously um, I have a friend that's very into fucking D&D. And they released like a D and D magic thing. Set, yeah. Now they've got fucking Stranger Things now. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's like no, they're really yeah. getting into fucking. I, I have all those not, shit. No, I've not kept up with Magic no, I Gathering. Have, I, I, I haven't fucking seen I, anything. I after reckon that. after Big Guy went down and War of the Spark. Yeah. Like I've just kind of gone what do we do now that was like 25 years of one storyline like yeah uh, we can't just change it i haven't got really much so why not go into different franchises and, and for me that was kind of a letdown but i kind of like the godzilla yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we, me and venom we both split a collector box between the two of us so that we could get uh godzilla cards and I think we both got some pretty pretty decent I, I'm fucking there. happy even though you probably got better cards than I did but I got fucking Godzilla fucking Doom Inevitable which is like in the Godzilla King of the Monsters when he was just fucking bombed with radioactive shit he just came out like he was fully fucking red it was, uh. it was like so radioactive like he would spontaneously combust and like he just like whenever he walked everything just melted behind him because of how hot he was and all that other shit and everyone would be like i was especially i was just like holy shit there he goes he's coming to fuck up um yeah. Ghidorah, which we found out is fucking an actually a fucking alien and actually not from the whole titans like because I won't, I won't get into it too much because that's fucking another shit. But yeah, like, well, is is that available on t- on uh, Netflix? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. I'm not hundred percent sure. I only ever see, I only ever saw the movie like on the plane. Oh, uh, somewhere else. Yeah. I only saw it, it, it that was time. On the plane. It was to on somewhere. the plane. You know, you just go on the plane. You get like all the fucking latest movies. And- you know, I, 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 I still haven't been on one of those big plans. Because COVID hit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, COVID hit and now. it blew out all my plans. I decided not to get a passport because, I mean, I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, and until COVID's kind of settled down, like, we can't go international go anywhere, yeah. Or until these vaccine passports come out mm. you know until that happens good luck <laughs> <laughs> good luck motherfucker that, that's all I can say is like good luck and trying to go places because it's just not going to happen mm. um, exactly 
But one of, one of the first places that I kind of, well, one of the only places that I kind of want to go to is Japan. Yeah. Yeah, true. Japan has always been, like, my kind of deal. I want to go over there and, like, spend a couple weeks there and have a good holiday. Yeah. I um, want to go back to fucking, um... Dublin, Ireland again because that was fucking sick and because my um, auntie over there is getting married next year so it's like I really fucking hope this shit blows over but I'm not hopeful at the same time because mm. I feel like it's probably not gonna fucking happen yeah like it's we're it, not it's gonna probably, go down for a long it's time it's probably gonna become the social norm like cold and flu mm. the influenza Oh, that kind of came over the world a hundred years ago and screwed up society then too. <laughs> yeah. You know, that we were having a world war and Belinda came around and then they, America went into the Great Depression. I think New Zealand would have basically been beggars at that point if we weren't so closely met. Yeah. Yeah. Um... But yeah, we're, we've definitely got a lot easier with COVID. Yeah, we're certainly one of the countries that got it a bit easier than others because we fucking actually implemented and people actually obeying it. Mm. Fucking I mean, my last my last job I lost due to COVID. That's why I decided to move all the way down to Dunedin. Yeah. Um, but, you know, shit like that happens, and if you guys are struggling out there, like, pull up the helpline. Call, call up helpline, make sure that you're okay before you continue. Before you press continue, the fighting scene. Yeah. <laughs> you just need to pause button. Yeah. You know. But, we're with all of this there's like three places that i want to go is japan which is like the destination yeah yeah same. i want i want to go over to the uk and visit the other half of my family that's all over there um and then i want to move over to canada mainly for my career as an animal yeah yeah because i've got yeah i've got like japan and i've also as you might know um i really want to go to fucking rome see greece you know because fucking greek mythology man it's just my fucking it's up my alley man yeah it's fucking up my alley so i mean mythology's up my alley too yeah, um, see the fucking Colosseum and shit like that. Be fucking, be I, I'm trying to learn some like, uh, Japanese mythology. Yeah, and try try and understand all their gods and stuff. I mean, to be fair, I I only really know about the Greek mythology, Christian mythology, and I don't know much about the Maori mythology. Um. I know that there's like a whole thing about trees and yeah, <laughs> yeah a whole thing of 
pound. I, I know that a whole bunch do. of the New Zealand listeners right now are probably hating on me for saying that, but like, to be fair, not not a whole lot is taught about that. Yeah, yeah. And really, when you get to learn that is when you're in a marae. And you don't have the option of going to a marae whenever you want. Yeah. So. It is what it is. It is what it is. Um, with all of this happening, um, let's let's go back to trading card games. I like talking about that. Um, what's your favourite set from Pokemon? Tell me a bit about it. Um, favorite set. Or favorite sets. Um, if you can't pick just one. I would say uh, the good old, you know, fucking Gen 5 set, whomever, whichever those ones are, because those were essentially the pokemon that got me into it because of the game yeah because of um mainly because of lucario which is my favorite pokemon one of my favorite pokemons because i really don't know why it's just lucario is just my shit and um another one would probably be They're kind of the newer ones right now with the whole, you know, the whole V and the whole V Max kind of stuff like um, Sword and Shield. Uh, Sword and Shield was a pretty good game at the Oh, yeah, it was a really good game. I remember fucking. I, I went around to a friend's place and brought my Switch and. We stayed up till like 1am just trying to beat this one fucking Pokemon gun. <laughs> if I can level 100 Centiscorch, which was like an event that was going over a certain period of time where we gotten so fucking close. Like I leveled up my Charizard to 100, like, and that was like super, super close. Are these the max, max, um, yeah, like the, events? the, um, VMAX fucking... Gigantamax Centiscorts that like you'd get in like the little you'd um, get into parties of like rubble things like the raid battles I believe they were called except like we were always offline so that was was basically a mistake because the offline NPCs that they're just pretty shit like the Pokemon they have are really really shit so like yeah to fucking change over to online if i knew that i would have fucking beaten him because it's not like i didn't yeah because i didn't want to do it because i thought that if i defeated it i wouldn't be able to catch it because everyone else would want to i didn't realize you can all catch it you can all catch the same pokemon at the same time it's not like one pokemon see with me with going online it's kind of like i see it as a type of cheating in my eyes yeah that's the kind of trading part of the game like you you get those random 
random trades. Like yeah. You get, I, and I and everyone, everyone's trying to get the ditto. Trade. Yeah. Everyone in that game is trying to get the ditto trade. And since since I had a Nintendo, there's been a quite a bit more Pokemon games that have come out for the Switch, hasn't there? Yeah, I think. Oh, there was DLC for that for Sword and Shield as well. I think and I, I think there's. The yeah, the. I think I got both of them and started doing them, and I think there's actually a fucking new game coming or is already out but i've kind of lost contact and sort of started not keeping up to date with nintendo essentially for god knows what reasons but it's like i have a fucking ps5 and a pc now it's like i only really use the switch like whenever i'm you know out and about or traveling because it's fucking perfect for that shit yeah i got like a new like lcd model yeah it hasn't come out yet yeah i i'm i'm waiting for it to come out so then i can grab one of those yeah because it sounds fucking good like having having a land cable in the dock yes that's something that i was super excited for like especially for the setups that i've had over the years like a lot of them need a land cable like I've got the Ethernet splitter right here in front of us. Yeah. And I always carry that around. I don't ever let myself, like, lose it. Because Mm. if I lost that, that's the end of me streaming, recording, even just going onto the internet sometimes. Um, Yeah. And with me going to Rotorua soon, I'm going to have to connect over Wi-Fi again, probably. If I can't yeah. find a flat. If, if I can't find a flat that I can go into with other students, it's going to be a pain in the ass trying to play games at a B&B. Yeah. Or at a Backpackers. Like, their internet is shit. It's pretty shit, yeah. And w- when it comes to that, that's when I'll probably be like, alright, like, I'm done on Twitch. Like, I just can't. I just, yeah, can't I just can't because my fucking internet's so fucking shit. It's like, yeah. there's no point in continuing. And, like, even with YouTube, like, that's going to be a struggle trying to upload. Yeah, upload's going to take a fuckload longer. Yeah. Fuck, man. Like, I, I would probably, like, as you can see over there underneath my laptop, I've got a hard drive there. That yeah. hard drive I'd probably take to my course and be like, hey, I need, I need to use your internet to upload videos. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm losing out on my internet and all that sort of stuff back at home. And really, once I move, it's basically just going to be back openings or just yeah. going to be videos. Um, because I, I won't have the resources or I won't even have the personal space I don't think if I was to move into the backpackers yeah to actually do much um and that's that's kind of why I'm 
the why I've sorted out this Patreon now instead of sorting it out then because if I can get some sort of extra pay from Patreon and support from the community like that'll help out with being able to get a solo room or be able to go out and flat yeah and just be able to bring more content out for you guys like you go you all might think that it's all about just getting extra money because we want extra money mm. but it's getting extra money to actually help out with everything it's not just for my my greediness yeah. but it's it's also for sensible things like trying to get a decent room in uh, backpackers for instance like that that costs an extra 40 bucks a week yeah um or going out and flooding like that that may cost me 200 bucks a week like with with the backpackers their smaller price is a shared room of two um mixed gendered um for 140 bucks and then you can get a solo room or a double mattress room if you have a couple for 190 um though i've talked to a couple students that have lived in the backpackers there yeah and they've told me you need to wear sandals wherever you go in the place especially to the toilet <laughs> yeah um, and then they were also saying that if you're at the backpack it's your food is going to get stolen no matter what if you leave it out in the fridge because it's know. a backpack it's people just going to go on and assume that food's there for them to eat yeah um, but yeah it's, it's like a big process and the, these are things that I'm worrying about now so then I can hopefully have it sorted out by the time I move at the end of January. Yeah. Um, now, I believe on the 15th, on my sixth year anniversary, I'm going to be going up to Rotorua um, to go and go to the Rotorua Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to be drawing artwork for the zoo so I really want to go out there and get involved that's where like a hundred bucks of my money is going to go for my investing yeah. and the other hundred that I'm taking off of my investing is going to go towards paying off my little sister for shit that I had to borrow or grab off of her so I just feel bad yeah. about that her back for it and then also paying back the flatmate for the rent or you yeah. know getting yeah. extra rent done so then I don't have to worry about it in the weeks that I don't have to pay so <laughs> yeah you know money troubles <coughs> now with with me and Yu-Gi-Oh my first pack my first set was L.O.B. Legend of Blue Eyes White Dragon. Yeah. Um, 
and of course everyone is going to turn around and be like why don't you have the cards why don't you have the cards i mean i explained that earlier on but yeah stupid parents that's why (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) don't don't realize what the worth of some of these cards are um but i i have to say that my favorite uh, my favorite sets in Yu-Gi-Oh is probably Genesis Impact King's Court which is one that came out before Genesis Impact I believe Ghosts of the Past because that brings in nine different sets plus two new sets and it's also one of the cheaper sets to buy in New Zealand at the moment but it's one of the most expensive card payouts if you get a ghost reel yeah and then i have to say that even though legend of blue eyes is a great card set i don't think it's one of my favorites but it's actually no i take that back it's one of my favorites but it's like the niche and cliche yeah type one for everyone to have um but i like it because i'm familiar with a lot of the cards in it i grew up with those cards so of course i'm familiar with it you've got the exodia pieces you've got um jar of greed which lets you just draw two cards like yeah yeah. um and then you've also got blue eyes i don't think i got any of the blue eyes but i do remember having a toon blue eyes white dragon which came from one of the first toon sets Mm. um and yeah i think the last set that I can choose is Lightning Overdrive because of my boy Rudy Rose Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Your boy. My boy Rudy Rose Dragon. I'm trying to look out for getting uh, the Black Rose Dragon as well. Like, yeah. That would be really nice to have. Alright, so is there anything that you would like to talk about or bring up? kind of talked a lot quite a bit about my history in trading card games and that's kind of about it for all that like you know starting with pokemon and then completely stopping with it and then starting with magic and then obviously recently kind of stopping it but like it's it's something i do i do want to like kind of get back into yeah but i don't really i don't really want to go back to magic like i I think i'd rather go probably like if i really want that nostalgia to go back with pokemon Pokemon yeah or something completely new like Yu-Gi-Oh would be completely yeah, yeah completely new for you um I know that flesh and blood as well 
they talked about it a lot back when I was in Magic the Gathering in that draft group um, but Flesh and Blood is a completely newer game yeah it, it's something that I don't think that I'd like because it's very similar to Magic the Gathering in my eyes yeah. or at least it has the same looks and it just looks a bit cheap but again with me wanting to go into being just a general trading card game person collector like it, it's one of those barriers that I've got to overcome at one stage or another yeah yeah but yeah. um I mean I wish I wish you were here when I got the packs <laughs> yeah but you know shit happens shit happens yeah and with me I just can't keep my hands off yep I, I can understand that with every fucking card pack I've ever bought it's really hard to just keep it there for a while yeah like I could keep it there for like a day or two but that's it yeah that's like, exactly what I said to you as well like I could keep it for a day maybe two it's, it's just hard it's just really hard because you're like what if something's in here I really need yeah. to know what's in here yeah 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 and like with me opening up the packs now like I've got all these extra cards that are like right here in front of us mm. and they could be worth like another 150 US dollars right there mm. but with the cards that I have priced up I've already gotten another hundred dollars back. Yeah. So that that's just crazy. And to be fair, I didn't start out with any money when I started doing this at all. <laughs> if any of you guys want to get into uh, doing trading card games, just go into your local dealership or like like your local trading card game store and mm. buy a pack a week or buy three packs a week and just start getting into it slowly and then once you've built a collection you have the option then to like either sell the collection like I have with my Magic the Gathering or you could get up to the stage where you're just earning a bunch by yourself yeah. and then you can just keep on buying packs and then buy them sell them off it's mainly just getting that first big lot to buy yeah all of the rest and like this week i think with the magic cards that i'm selling and these cards that i'm going to send off tomorrow i'm going to be around the 1.3k mark in cards yeah and that is just astonishing for me you know? yeah like to be fair like what i'm selling back is not all of the rare cards i'm keeping my rudy rose dragon i know that that could get me another 70 dollars but i want to go and get it graded and have it sealed and packaged yeah yeah there but that'll that'll happen after i move to rotorua um because it's just one of those things that will be easier to do that I know that I'm going to be where I am in Rotorua for quite a long time yep and 
also New Zealand's uh, premier card grading um, so sorry premier card gaming uh, card grading New Zealand yeah I've only got one size mold at the moment and that can fit Magic Gathering Pokemon uh, Flesh and Blood and Dragon Ball Z cards yeah and I've gotten a lot of requests for Yu-Gi-Oh cards and then they like I was on the phone to them earlier this morning and they were like oh we will have the molds and everything like that done by February next year then I'm like okay well I can easily hold on to my shit till then yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah anything else you want to go over that's really about it that's all yeah. the topics that I can I can see it as much as I mean I we've gone over remember. gone over Twitch with the promote to play no promote uh, pay to promote we've gone over TCG a lot because we're both into TCG (laughs) yeah um let's talk about the show quickly so if you guys have any ideas of what we should call the show um that me and Venom are doing on my YouTube channel it's just me and him gaming together um doing commentary and that's about it like we're, we're we're just coming together today yeah we're doing recordings today um a little sneak peek it's lego the hobbit, lego <laughs> the hobbit. um we, we won't go into too much more detail but we we done doing that we Thor- kill a person that's all <laughs> yeah we we killed a person we murdered someone yeah we found a friendly dragon <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we've got that also thank you to the patrons that have oh hello h&m welcome to the stream sorry i didn't see you welcome h&m what's up but we're about to end the stream here sadly thank you to the patrons that i have which at the moment is just venom four four seven one nine like thank you so much (laughs) (laughs) Um, so if you guys want to know I have a Patreon so you guys can support me and the channel going further on well both my channels both um, my Wakeful Throne YouTube channel and the stream channel Um, and especially it's going to help when I've moved so then we can survive eat eat breakfast you know have dinner um and for you guys too you guys get exclusive merch from patreon (laughs) you guys get get merch um for the vips they get clothing items they get a poster it's very nice for anyone that isn't a vip you guys get stickers Hey everyone, sorry about the video cutting right there, but after that, um, my computer just ended up crashing and we were already at the end of the stream, so we decided we'll just stop and 
yeah so thank you guys for watching and have a great one peace